Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. I'm Annika Jackson, back with another episode of Your Brand Amplified, and I have Kimjara Whittington, an amazing brand expert on the show today. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Likewise. And I know you used to live in LA. You now live in North Carolina. Yep. Um, we'll have to dig into that a little bit later. <laughs> um, but I, I really want to hear your story. And I know moving and all that is part of your journey. But how did you get into branding? Yeah. So I was in corporate America for 23 years running sales and marketing for medical companies. And through that process, I realized really quickly how many businesses waste an enormous amount of time and money on marketing and branding that just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's not effective. It doesn't drive (laughs) sales or leads or generate the results that they're hoping for. So through that, I um, decided to quit and stop the travel and the craziness of working for um, other companies and start my own company. And so now I get to help amazing businesses and brands um, grow and scale their business, leveraging the power of, um, you know, storytelling, brand differentiation and uh, market disruption. Mm-hmm. I love that because as a marketer and a PR person, it was really quick to realize that a lot of clients don't have their branding down. They don't know who they are. They don't know what their market position is. They just had an idea and wanted to become a company, especially when we work with smaller companies and entrepreneurs, right? Um, So this is so needed. What about branding specifically was that thing that you're like, yes, this is what I have to do. This is what I'm (laughs) passionate about. Well, it's funny. I I started with really kind of doing the tech. And if you would ask my husband, he'd crack up. He'd be like, she is not techie at all. (laughs) He was like, you're doing what? But I love the creativity. I think leaving kind of that corporate grind, I felt this excitement for my creativity. So I started to kind of build and design and, you know, kind of leverage that side of me and realized really quickly that, you know, the messaging and the design go hand in hand so much, right? We have so many businesses that do one or the other. They either think like, it's got to look beautiful and that's what's going to sell or they only message. Um, and then they forget that, you know, the visual kind of represents yeah. <laughs> the overall feel of what you're trying to achieve. So I realized really fast that if I put them together and just really did a full scale of it, mm-hmm. I would live my passion and it would be fun. Right. And then that's, and then from there, I got into, you know, diving into experience and more branding mm-hmm. and really started to like see the journey come, come to life for clients. Wonderful. And your company is Evolve. Evolve Global Marketing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're a branding design um, strategy agency. Nice. And how many people are on your team? What does that look like? Are you able, I imagine you're able to work with people from all over as well as brands from all over. I do. So when I started, I was immediately getting clients all over the world. Mm. So that was really fun because I've worked from Australia all the way to Central America, to Europe. Um, So I have a team right now of 14 people and everything from, you know, copywriters to strategists to designers to developers, you know, we, you know, website designers and developers are completely different people, right? And left brain. Um, so yeah, we have a full team. We do automation, we do email marketing, and it's been a lot of fun because it 
it allows everybody to live their purpose and kind of give the best of their creative, what I like to say, their creative genius, um, and be on the team doing that one piece. Mm -hmm. And we've really learned how to manage that process to get the best out of each team member so that you're getting expertise all across the whole company. And then we get Mm -hmm. to work with clients in, in the United States, Canada, and around the world. And then my team's also around the world. I don't know if you experience the same thing, but mm-hmm. um, I kind of hire the best person that can do the work and it doesn't matter where they are. Yeah. I love that. I love that we can work virtually. My team is also completely virtual mm-hmm. um, and it's fantastic because like you said, you can pick the very best people, yes. not just at what they do, but also that fit well with your yes. team. Yeah. And the culture, the right? It's, yeah. It's so <laughs> exactly. important because we deal with a certain type of client and you know, and you want to make sure that, you know, you've got that cultural aspect of everybody, you yeah. know, pitching in. Is there, yeah, is there a specific type of client who usually work with a specific category, service versus goods or? Yeah. So in the beginning of my career, I did a lot of like startups, new businesses, small businesses. Now we work with clients that are typically, you know, 3 million to 5 million and above. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of our level. So we work with a lot of bigger clients that are, you know, really being strategic and believe it or not, when you said small businesses don't always do their brand, big companies don't either. (laughs) I love working with them because we'll come in and, you know, and it's so much fun to get to dive in and to see the brand come to life when they're like, yeah, we have a mission, but we don't even know what it is because we do Mm -hmm. external branding as well as internal Mm. helping companies with their mission, vision, values, and then running internal campaigns when you have to message out, you know, things that are happening within the organization. And, you know, not every executive is fantastic at that and that's okay. Right. We all have our strengths. So we get to come in and help them do that. Nice. I love it. Mm -hmm. What was the most surprising thing for you about starting your own business after being Mm -hmm. in corporate? Oh my goodness. That's a good (laughs) question. Um, I think one of the most surprising things was um, probably just building a team because I managed big, you know, sometimes 60 salespeople at any given time, right? And sales managers, et cetera. So I was used to hiring talent. Like that was not an issue. I've been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. But when you have to do work with creatives, Man, you have to find that wonderful balance of creatives that, because you know, there's this beauty of when somebody is artistic and kind of knows that creative, create creative side of them, Mm -hmm. they kind of get really excited about their designs and they're like kind of married to them. So (laughs) that I think was surprising is understanding how to find that perfect balance. And just how to manage through that, you know, through that creativity. Cause I want, I don't, I never want to, you know, bring somebody, you know, down, but yet a client may only like a certain type of design mm-hmm. or may not like it. Or, you know, we could be building something that, you know, we think is an amazing idea and, and we have to bring that to the client and they may tweak it. Right. And that's right. okay. Cause that's their, it's their baby at the end. And we're just here to be the caveat and the catalyst to getting to where their vision is. And so that's probably the hardest part is like keeping the team in check and going, it's okay. I know you love it, but let's make these three different tweaks, you know, and it'll still be amazing. (laughs) Mm, Oh my gosh. Yes. And what about when you're working with your clients and you said it's the type of client you're working with has shifted a little bit. 
Um, mm-hmm. So what, what are some things like aha moments that you see clients have that either from the new client side, when you're starting your business and working with those startups to working with bigger companies, do you see the same kind of issues and aha moments come for both of them or are they different? I see the same aha moments, but they are very different mm-hmm. in the level of the branding that we get to do. What I, what we're kind of known for is storytelling combined with disruption, right? Because a brand is not truly stand out on its own mm-hmm. and really be something that can stand the test of time if it doesn't differentiate. Mm-hmm. And if it creates, if you can help a company or I say, if I help a company create a market that not, doesn't exist today, that they can have a competitive advantage in, that's where they're going to win every day. And so that's what we're really good at finding is what is that competitive advantage? Where do we niche <laughs> that? And then- create the story on the back end that that does that through visuals and through messaging. So I think that is probably where I find it the most. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you have any specific case studies that you would want to share with us today? Or even if you can't give the, the names? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, we were working with a brand and we just launched their website um, in the last month. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest things that came out of the brand work that we did um, in the strategy was they were ultimately selling B2C on their website and in all their marketing materials. However, the business was actually a B2B business. Oh, wow. So they were excited (laughs) about celebrating what they do to the end consumer and convincing the consumer that they're valued, but yet that's not who's buying from them. Mm. So through all the work we did, we actually niched them into one. They're a tech SaaS company. We niched them into one area. They be, they, we said, you can own this market. There's no one else out there that's saying that is their primary technology Mm. expertise. And, um, and even though they do all this other type of service, um, this one area was was an open lane. So we redid everything, redid their branding, their messaging, put them in the lane. They're so excited because now they can go to every, you know, big, huge, they, they work with like, you know, hundred million, billion dollar companies oh <laughs> and, and do like tech servicing for them. And so um, they're in the cybersecurity space. Mm. So now they can go in and they can actually have a completely different story. We are going to be your partner for this. And once they're in the door, they can get everything else. Nice. So through that process, it was really fun to, to watch them get. Now they're even doing more work with us because <laughs> they were so excited by everything. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. My work is fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure no, you agree. What we get to do 100%, is fun. I love it. And I, and I, th- it's, it's funny because I've, don't think I realized, I didn't think of myself as a creative. I thought of myself as like, oh, I'm, you know, the founder and I do the strategy and biz dev. And I'm like, but strategy actually is creative. You have it to is think creative. about it. Girl, you are so creative. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny to think of ourselves in, in different ways and go, oh, wait a minute. I also fit that. Um, mm-hmm. And But I love what you're talking about with disruption. That is that like that word excites me mm-hmm. that you're helping your customers and your clients find exactly where they should be, exactly who they should sell to, how to message that, mm-hmm. how to showcase themselves in a different yeah. way to get them more sales mm-hmm. and be able to grow however that looks or whatever that means to them. Yeah, that's it's it's been a journey for sure. <laughs> it's been a journey building the company yeah. and kind of getting to where we are today. But 
yeah, it's it's a blast. I'm actually going through a rebrand right now. We're mm-hmm. redoing our whole website. And it's funny how we do that for clients. And I mean, I'm only, our company's a little over four years old, yet this is probably the third time we've rebranded mm-hmm. to get us to exactly where we want to be. Because as we evolve, the company evolves um, and it's just beautiful. I think it's a great process. So super yeah. excited for that coming out soon. Wonderful. That is mm-hmm. really exciting because I think we often forget about ourselves. <laughs> we forget yep. about our own websites and we do SEO and all of the different things that we need to do. And then we're like, wait a minute. Okay. Let me, let me be focused because then I literally became a customer within yeah. <laughs> our project management system. I'm like, I am a customer. <laughs> and my Jessica, who is my marketing operations VP, she I'm like, okay, you're treating me like a customer. We're going to meet, we're going to get this done. I mean, there's no other way. Otherwise all, everything else takes precedent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's, it's fun. It's good. <laughs> yeah. And for those, cause we, we've had talks, um, with other people, I've interviewed other people on different aspects of marketing or branding, but we haven't actually talked about what the cycle looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think sometimes people who are not in our world, who are the, on the entrepreneur side, they don't know maybe how much work goes into it, how, oh. what the timelines look like, you know, it can take a lot of time to do this right. And it, I know for us on the PR side, sometimes we get immediate hits for clients. And sometimes six months later, the journalist is, has earmarked and okay, now they're ready to interview. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does it look like the process of coming in to work with you and when you're doing branding exercises? And I know mm-hmm. it might be a little different depending on yeah. the size of the company. But. Yeah, we actually, when it comes to strategy, we have such a fantastic process that we typically do some pre-work with them, mm-hmm. have them answer some basic questions and kind of watch some videos and, you know, just pick their brain. Then we meet and we usually do a, you know, two, one to two day strategy session. So, and we will live and breathe that brand for that time. Mm-hmm. Like next week I'm going to flying to Missouri and we're working with a client mm-hmm. and we're spending a day and a half with them. Um, So we will be kind of in what I call like the war room, right? Like where we are in the brand room, just like living and breathing this, coming up with ideas. Um, We have a lot of tools we use to um, kind of post-it note on um, electronically Mm -hmm. and just really bring it up and and make it come to life. And and so that process takes usually about that, usually about a day and a half to two days. Sometimes it can be longer depending upon the client. Mm -hmm. Then from there, we, you know, we're writing out the story. We're building that messaging. So all in all, like we can work with a client is and get a brand guide and, you know, logo and design and everything done within four weeks up to it might take three, you know, might take up to like three months, depending mm-hmm. upon how big the company is, how many people are involved in the process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And what then is- we usually stay working with them long term. Well, that speaks volumes about the work that you do. Oh, thanks. <laughs> What, what do you see as some of the biggest mistakes companies make when they are launching and maybe they've slapped a logo together or they put to, you know, a website, but they haven't really thought through everything? Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest thing is they don't pay attention to their customer. Mm-hmm. In storytelling, it's all about instead of saying, here's who we are, here's how great we are, here's why you should buy from us. We flip that conversation to the customer. Right. So they as a company would tell would message out to their potential customers, hey, we get it. We understand the problem you're facing. We get we un- we're, we're here. We can solve it. And here's how and here's how your life or business will be better once we solve it. So we position the, cu- the company as the guide and let the customer be the hero. Yes. That's different from what most 
most agencies do, right? Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. usually just say, let me tell you how amazing I am all over (laughs) everywhere, right? And people don't buy that way. They buy when you're solving a problem for me. Mm -hmm. So if I'm out looking for someone to be a CPA or someone, you know, to create a new technology for me, I'm saying, how are you going to make this easy on me? Mm -hmm. So you have to understand who is your target customer and audience and what do they want? And what's the problem that's getting in the way of them getting what they want? And then you message around that. Nice. Yeah. What continues to inspire and motivate you? Mm -hmm. So I think just this work, seeing companies grow, um, being able to be somebody who gets to, I guess, impact other businesses and my employees. Mm -hmm. Like in this time of change and transition in the world, just having a great team and, you know, being able to support others and their families. I think all of that is motivating to me. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you recent, well, I don't know how recently you moved, but you used to live in LA and now you live on yeah. the East coast. Yep. What propagated that move? And w- was it easy to pick up your company as well and move it? Or did you start your company once you'd moved? Nope. Nope. So we, I mean, the company was easy because everybody's remote. So that was not a big deal. Um, we prompted the move for a lot of different reasons. And a big piece was my kids. I have a couple kids in college. They're in Europe. So being on the East Coast closer to (laughs) them, I know that's how I feel when I was on the West Coast. I'm like, I got to fly 16 hours just to get to them. So just being closer to them, um, it was a great time for change. Um, We wanted a a lifestyle change. So we live near a lake now. And I love that because we get to go out and boat and, you know, just, just calm, calm the, the, I think the, the, um, the daily Mm-hmm. you know, work. Cause we, I, I don't know, in California, I was just kind of living and breathing the work mm-hmm. and I love that side of myself. And I also want to spend time having fun with the family. So yeah. this gave me a really good balance, I think. And it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, we're going through fall right now. And I'm, I wanted to live where I could have seasons. Like yes. I've never had seasons. So this is really cool. That is my favorite time is like all the leaves changing color, yes. the beautiful, the crispness in the air. Oh, right now <laughs> they're all turning like orange and red. And like we, we literally, my 14 year old son, we drive down the road and we're like, look at the trees, look at the trees. I'm like, you sound like the biggest dorks ever. <laughs> oh, that's magical. And I think that's a good reminder to all of us that you have to have some balance. It's not always going to be balanced necessarily, Mm -hmm. but you have to give yourself space to reconnect and to have time with your family, your friends, the people that matter most to you, because it helps us. It helps rejuvenate us to do the work that we do with our clients. It really does. And I think that is the big piece is just remembering to have fun at the same time, even no matter who you are and what you do, like enjoy life while you're doing great work. Yeah. What is next for you and evolve? Oh, my goodness. So I think right now it's that rebrand. It's been so much fun um, to to really work on where we're headed next for the next five years, um, what type of work we're going to be doing. So really, we focused in on doing the exact same process that we do with clients with with our company. And um, I got to I got to really I don't know, experience it from the other side, which was fun. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to is really elevating, um, those conversations with clients and doing 
new work that it's not new, but it's, um, I think messaging it in and delivering it, um, in a different way now. And it's pretty powerful. Like as Mm -hmm. we've been doing it over, we've, we've been working on it for six months now and doing it with clients. And so I can't wait to fully roll everything out. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. And when, when you, um, take a client through a rebrand, are you seeing things different? Are you seeing different things come up than came up a few years ago? Cause knowing yeah. the pandemic and all mm-hmm. of the different, you know, environmental issues and all the other issues that we're facing in the world. And that, I mean, in such a global world, we're, everything is affecting us so much more mm-hmm. and we're bombarded by these messages. So are, are you, you're seeing people maybe take a different approach or want to add things to their messaging or. Yeah. What I'm really seeing is that you're right. We're following global trends right now. And so the more we can piggyback off of a trend from a brand perspective, mm-hmm. then that's going to give us momentum naturally. And then the flip side of that is that disruption differentiation piece. Right. So we are constantly looking for what's the next step to put you in a league of your own, to differentiate you. And is there a trend you can follow in a way that you can tackle a specific industry or market that you might not have thought of before? So it's, for me, it's a lot of that strategy that I am having a like the best time with clients and making the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. And of course, strategy then turns into the implementation and all those other pieces that come with it um, and the design and all of that. But it's that initial strategy, I think that can make or break whether a company is going to gain that competitive advantage that they actually need right now with so many businesses. I can't tell you how many me too companies, like when I'm interviewing companies to work with, because we won't work with every, everybody who comes to us. It's so interesting because so many of them are like, yeah, we just do this and we do it exactly like, you know, and I'm like, well, what makes you different? And they don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And if they want to be different, great. We could potentially help them. But the ones that are just kind of me too, mm. that's where I, I worry that are you going to last? Because it's it's the great companies like, you know, I don't know, Netflix that has reinvented themselves mm-hmm. throughout the decades and come up with new innovative technology that's made a difference in how they've succeeded. Yeah, absolutely. So Kimjera, what is the easiest way for people to find you um, where they follow Evolve Global Marketing on socials and go to the website. Yeah. So you can definitely find me on LinkedIn. You can um, hit me up there. And on my website, it's evolveglobalmarketing.com. Um, I always allow, you can book a call on my calendar. We can chat if there's a project that you have in mind that you'd like to focus on. Um, also, you can find me on, I mean, I'm on Instagram. I'm all over. I use my personal profiles though a lot, mm-hmm. but you can find find me on there. Um, love to, to connect with anyone who might be interested in elevating their brand and their marketing. Awesome. And do you have a favorite quote or mantra? Favorite quote? Um, trying to think off the top of my head. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Oh, if I would have prepared, maybe. Oh. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, some people have like sticky notes and have them right there. Other people don't. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So without that, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Any tips, tricks, last minute words of wisdom? Sure. Um, One of the things that I would do if you want something immediate, I always love to tell people the first thing you could do, even just on your website, if you've never, if you you never even hired anyone to do marketing or branding before, 
is go to your website and just look at how many times you have we or I Hmm. and flip those to you or your, like try and flip the conversation to be about the customer. Second, on your website, if you do not have a direct call to action on there consistently throughout, add that. Those are two quick things that you can do today that can get you traction Mm -hmm. and hopefully add value um, to the people who are coming to your site and wanting to decide if they're going to use you and make it simple and easy for them to know um, what you're about. Those and I'm like, oh, now I need to go check my website. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. You'll see it right away. You'll be like, am I talking a lot about myself or am I talking to the customer about that their wins? Yeah. That's just the, the conversation. Yeah. Nice. Kimjara, thank you so much for this conversation today. You definitely mm-hmm. gave some great actionable tips to our listeners. And I encourage everybody to go check Kimjara out. Check out her website, evolveglobalmarketing.com. It'll also be in the show notes and in the transcript on our website. So thank you, Kimjara, for spending time with us today. Thank you to our audience for coming back for another episode of Your Brand Amplified. And I'll be back again with another great expert guest very soon. Want more? Check out amplifywithannica.com or follow me on socials at amplifywithannica.com.